I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to episode 25 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. How's everybody doing, guys? Happy Friday. Hope everyone had a great Halloween, had some candy, dressed up, went trick-or-treating, had a couple adult beverages, enjoyed time with the friends and fam, uh, and if not, hope you had a great night watching football. Great night last night, guys. We'll talk about a bunch of dogs hitting all three contrarian dogs, 49ers, Georgia Southern. West Virginia, those old Mountaineers, Shenandoah River. So hit on that. Little recap of last night in in, uh, in football. Also celebrate the first day of November, new month, brand new month, guys. So this is going to be a really really busy month. And get ready because we're entering the busy season here. We got uh, baseball over with, but basketball is really really going to ramp up. We got college basketball right around the corner. We're going to get deep into NBA every single day, and we're also going to obviously you know get really really deep into football. We already are. We have been in deep in football for a while here. But really getting into the you know the second stretch, the second half, almost the you know the last couple quarters here of football, getting uh, ready for bowl games which are coming up. Which I love bowl games, by the way. They're the best time. That's the best time of year to go contrarian. We have some great bowl game systems, so get ready for that. And then uh, you know we'll be talking hockey as always. Uh, I I don't want to start the podcast with this, but man, 
the Vegas Knights let us down last night, guys. That really annoyed me. I uh, had a decent night last night, but the Knights, man, they were up. They blew it late. They blew it to the Montreal Canadiens. The hated Canadiens. That one, that one really annoyed me. Uh, but either way, uh, not a bad night, guys. So uh, before we get after it, today's going to be all about basketball and football. I don't really have anything in hockey. I know we have a lot of games, but I just didn't see a lot of matches. Um, so didn't really have much there in the NHL. But ton of basketball. We're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about about NBA. We got an eight game slate. And then I want to do a little prep for football. We have a huge weekend coming up. So just want to remind everyone: make sure on the weekends you tune into the Lombardi line. Uh, I'm the third man in on that show with Patrick Maher, the best host around, Michael Lombardi, sharpest X's and O football guy around. So the three of us tomorrow will be, uh, as always, we've been doing it since uh, opening week, but um, tune in 9 a.m. Eastern time up until 12, uh, both tomorrow for college football and Sunday for NFL. And also we have Point Spread Weekly magazine out, so if you are uh, doing some last-minute handicapping, you've been having a busy week and you got to get ready for all the games, you can sign up for that Point Spread Weekly digital magazine. It's only $9.99. It's 10 bucks. It's definitely worth it. Got best bets, power ratings, power rankings, matchups, NBA. Uh, I have my NHL rested system in, in great detail listed there. Tons of uh, NFL week um, week number, what are we on, week number nine, college week 10. So a ton of stuff there to get after. Uh, and remember, you can go to vsan.com slash subscribe. And then also, you know we're big on social media. You better get on Twitter because Twitter's where it's at. It's a great resource for sports betting. And, uh, and if you don't know, now you know. But, uh, yeah, seriously, it helps a lot. Just the immediacy, breaking injuries. Saw it the other night. Kawhi's ruled out. You know, Clippers go from, uh, or what was it, the, the Jazz were minus three to minus six instantly. But with Twitter, you could jump on that injury quick, get a good line. So it's really, really important. And you can just, you know, tweet me at Josh underscore insights. Follow at Beeson Live. You can build a gambling community, direct message, and talk to other fellow gamblers. So uh, I think it's really, really helpful. So get on Twitter. And then, of course, you can shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Any kind of feedback on the pod, as well as any questions you may have. I'm always here to help. So, last night, guys. Great night in terms of dogs. Dogs were barking up a storm last night. Saw the first big hit, Arizona. We're talking about this game, how it's a really, really contrarian spot. And basically, you know, it looked like a blowout. San Fran, great team. San Fran stays undefeated, 8-0. And uh, and if anyone saw Jimmy G call uh, Aaron Andrews, he's like, uh, hell yeah, baby. Called her baby. It was hilarious. And I had this, like, wry smile. So that's Jimmy G just feeling good. And uh, what's Jimmy G's record now? He's got to be, what, like 12-2 and as a starter? 12-1, and something crazy. Uh, but Jimmy G con- continues to cash. It's like the one that got away uh, as a Patriots fan. Uh, but... Huge cover there for Arizona. They lost 28-25, but they cashed as a primetime divisional dog, guys. Divisional dogs bark loudest. Uh, contrarian in the most heavily bet game of the night. Remember, betting against the public, best to do it in these one-off scenarios where the public's got nowhere else to go. Uh, so huge cover there for Kyler Murray and company. The other thing was a double-digit dog off a double-digit loss. And you also have that inflated line. We talk about it a lot. Sometimes I think it can be lost in translation, but inflated line just means... Heavy, heavy, heavy public betting on one side moves the number toward that public side, a point or more, multiple points. And the key here is you don't have any, you know, early on you had San Fran sharp action around minus eight, minus eight and a half, minus nine. But I think we were talking about on the podcast, you know, at that point, it's either Arizona or nothing. I was holding out for a ten and a half. That was really, uh, you know, my key number there, but ended up not mattering because Arizona covered. So great hit there. Uh, dogs continue to bark on the NFL, which is a great sign. Uh, in college, Great night in college, guys. Georgia Southern, man. Reverse line movement like you read about. 
It's uh, it was just a massive move there. Uh, App, App State was uh, getting around two thirds of bets. They fell 18 all the way down to 14. So again, public heavy betting on App State. Why did that line tank four points? We said at that point, you know, it's, it's Georgia State or nothing. Uh, Georgia Southern. The only question is that it falls so much that the value's gone. But again, these sharp spots, you're either with them or you lay off. You never go against them. That that's always my opinion. So great hit for anyone who took Georgia Southern plus the points. And uh, they're actually plus 500 on the money line. So 24-21 win. Pretty awesome. Um, that one was rough because I know a lot of late backers didn't cash that under. That was a crazy windy under. And they on 45. I got under 45 and a half earlier in the week. So uh, I feel like kind of a jerk. So I was able to cash that. But I know a lot of late betters didn't. Um, but still, that, that windy under system is important. And I think, again, it speaks to getting those numbers quick, getting them early, shopping for the best line. Um, but I, my condolences to anyone who's on that under who got it late because that, that one was rough if, if you missed that early number. And then West Virginia Baylor, man, I did not expect that at all. I love that under. We cashed that under like it was nothing. It was a 17-14 Baylor win, so it was pretty nice. I went out in Salem uh, with my girlfriend and a couple of her friends, and we were uh, just you know bar hopping and getting food and walking around. We went to one bar. I was watching the Baylor game, sweating that under, and it was awesome. Under 57. Thursday night unders, baby. Another cash there. Conference under, so cash without a sweat. But I did not see West Virginia, man. I did not see them hanging tough. Uh, I think a lot of sharps are on Baylor, uh, moving that number around 17 to around 18, 19. But it actually came back a little bit late. So another contrarian dog there, West Virginia cashing. So good night on dogs. All three contrarian dogs, three and zero, which was awesome. Uh, but today, I want to start off with a little college football. We have one college football game. It's Navy Connecticut. So we'll break down this game. Then we'll switch to NBA, because we have a big NBA night. got a lot of NBA plays. So if you like basketball, tonight is a basketball night. Um, And pretty soon we'll have college soon, uh, too, as well. So that's going to be great. Can't wait for that. And I am writing a college basketball tips, uh, sports betting tips for betting college basketball article, which should be coming out in our new uh, Point Spread Weekly College Basketball Betting Guide. I know my guy Greg Peterson is kind of taking the role of the the caretaker putting that thing together just like JVT put together the NBA one so I'm really excited for that um, but yeah only one game tonight guys it's Navy at Connecticut this one's really interesting to me um, you know obviously this is a uh, not not the you know most not the sexiest matchup as we like to say but I think there's a lot of betting value here in this game so you look on the surface uh, Navy six and one Connecticut is two and six Connecticut you'd think they're just a basketball school uh, not, not, not really a football school, but this is the American Athletic Conference. It's a conference game. It's open at, at a massive spread, uh, Navy minus 26. Now, if you look on paper, you know, Navy uh, looks like an easy win, easy cover for Navy. They're 6-1. and one. They're, They've won four in a row. Stat categories all favor the midshipmen. Um, and by the way, what, a, what an awesome name for a mascot, uh, the midshipmen, or their, you know, their nickname. But uh, Navy's averaging 440 yards a game on offense. Connecticut's only 344, so Navy's offense is much better. They run it a ton, which hopefully will be good for an under. Uh, Navy's giving up 310 yards per game on defense. UConn's giving up 429, so UConn's just getting gashed. Um, Connecticut is 2-6. and six. Again, Navy 6-1, and one, you think easy Navy win. But UConn's actually played well last couple weeks, guys. Two weeks ago, they covered, uh, they lost 24-17 to Houston at home, but they covered as a 21.5-point dog. I cashed on that one. They beat me last week. Uh, I had UMass plus 10, and they, they kind of blew out UMass 56-35. to 35. So um, they're playing better last couple weeks. I don't put a ton of stock into um, 
you know, eye test type, type stuff. I think it is important, but I think the betting market is really going to tell you where the value is. So, um, but it doesn't hurt that basically, you know, UConn is playing better as of late. So I don't know if they're, they're, they're two and six. You are, uh, we are who they thought, who they thought we were or whatever, the, whatever, uh, Dennis Green, that old line is. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I guess it just helps a little bit that, that, um, UConn's been playing a little bit better, but yeah, this game opened Navy, big, big, big 26 point road favorite. Only game in town tonight, guys. Three out of four bets are laying the points there with Navy, expecting a blowout. Now, what I like about this just off the bat is that it's your only football game in town tonight. Although, believe it or not, there is one other football game, uh, CFL. Anyone who read the newsletter this morning, you're probably shocked I wrote about CFL. Uh, shameless plug, sign up for the newsletter. It's free, delivered to your inbox every single morning, vsun.com slash newsletter. But I actually do want to hit on CFL, buried the lead there a little bit. Uh, big game up in Ottawa. But, uh, yeah, this is really your only game in town. It's going to be really heavily bet. What I like about UConn here is that, you know, average Joe's got nowhere else to go tonight. This is going to be the only game they're going to bet. And as a result, the market's going to be flooded with a lot of recreational money. Who knows nothing about UConn and is just betting this game because they want action and because they see a huge spread and think Navy's got to win by 40. Uh, And as a result, it's really not smart money. It's not educated money. It's just public money. Uh, looking to sweat a game on a Friday night with nowhere else to go. It's going to be heavily bet. It's really contrarian, really lopsided. You know, the, the spread is way bigger, but, you know, Connecticut has a lot of elements of uh, the Cardinals last night, as well as, um, you know, those two dogs we saw, Georgia Southern and West Virginia. So hopefully dogs continue to bark here. But this heavy betting Navy open at 26, got up to 27.5. I jumped on uh, Connecticut at 27.5. And we've actually seen this just in terms of value and inflated line, contrarian heavily bet game, conference dog, that kind of stuff. We've seen this line start to creep back, guys. It's down to 26. Some books are down to 25 and a half. So game day, you know, we talk about limits. They get raised on game day, and this is when your bigger bets come in. Some of these bigger bets have gotten down on Connecticut, grabbing the points. So now that you look at it, it's almost a sharp reverse line move from open to current, 26 down to 25 and a half, or line freeze, 26 still to 26. But if you can get anything 27, I would really hold out for 27. If you can get a 27, I think that's a, that, that's your best number there. But I still think that uh, Connecticut is the side offering value. Um, and at one point, they had that big, uh, you know, basically a big conference dog with an inflated line. So at one point when UConn went 26 to 27, that spot, big conference dog inflated line, 25 or more, it's 55% ATS since 2005. So um, really not much of an inflated line anymore. You've seen this line come back the other way, but still, you get a 27, shop for the best line, look for a square book hanging out at 27. I think you do have some value there on Navy Yukon. Uh, now, the total is a little interesting. Um, the total, it looks like a sharp underplay to me, guys, and it didn't. Look, it was a line freeze pretty much throughout the week. It opened at around 55, uh, and it's been around 55 the whole week, but today, game day, I've seen it fall to 50, 53 and a half, 53. So, again, limits raise game day. Some sharp action coming in there on the under. We saw sharps at the under 53.5. Uh, There's also a conference under, conference under that falls at least one point. And if you look at, um, you know, just conference in general, just some some stats here. We talk about conference unders, love, per, much preferring them to non-conference unders just because of the built-in familiarity. And basically, it benefits the defense because they know more to expect from their opposing offense than, uh, than the other way around. So at least these lower, tighter scoring games, these rivalry games. Um, so you're not setting the world on fire, but since 2005, unders in conference games in college football, they've cashed around 52% clip. You've won 33 units. Okay, it's not a lot when you think of it, you know, 15 years, you're only up 33 units. But on the flip side, 
Non-conference unders, they've lost 183 units. So you do see a big, big difference there in terms of, uh, you know, unders conference games versus non-conference. This would be a conference under. You do have public betting on the over, and you do have some smart money dropping that line. It's really not a weather play. You know, five-mile-an-hour winds. It's going to be about high 40s uh, at Rentschler Field, UConn. I thought it was going to be, um, I thought it was going to be Jim Calhoun Field, but uh, yeah, a little bit to the under there, and uh, Connecticut getting big points, some value there. Um, I want to save my CFL for last, so let's flip over to NBA. Got eight NBA games tonight, guys. Um, I uh, we were able to cash Heat Hawks under last night, which was nice. Saw that fall two sixteen and a half down to two fifteen. That one cashed pretty easily, one hundred six ninety seven Hawks. Now, the one that really annoyed me was the Nuggets-Pelicans. Had that under as well, and um, that was looking pretty good until the end, and they just poured it on. Uh, but Pelicans did win in a big, big contrarian spot there straight up. And then Spurs-Clippers um, did see some – that one was right on it. I think we were leaning Spurs there. They actually lost by six there, plus five. Um, I think we were leaning over there too, and it went under. So, again, goes to show you, man – all, in a vacuum, always bet in under. They just have so much more value. And I actually got a, re- a great question from someone on, on Twitter. They DM me. They say, um, man, you, you seem to bet a lot of unders in the NBA. Like, what's the deal with that? Um, the deal is that, to me, they have the most value, and they give me the biggest edge, unders. Because you got to remember, NBA is a big public sport. It's it's flooded with recreational money, casual money. What do casuals like to, casual bettors like to bet on totals? They like to bet the over. They want to see a high-scoring game. So they're going to bet the over. Books are going to shade the numbers to the over. So you, right off the bat, you have that built-in shaded value to an over. So, you know, um, good example tonight, we see an insanely high spread, actually one of the highest uh, one of the highest totals in, in years, Rockets-Nets. But, um, for example, like, you know, maybe the Rockets play high-scoring team like the Bucks. Public is going to want to bet that over because they see, you know, James Harden, Giannis, um, Russell Westbrook, two fast-paced, game, two fast-paced teams. Uh, maybe the books say, um, okay, our numbers say this total should be uh, 220. But because we know this is a TNT game, 8 o'clock, two big teams, public's going to be all over it. Instead of setting the total 220, let's set it at 224. Public will bet the over no matter what. Boom, right off the bat, four points of value there, taking the under. So again, I don't blindly bet every single under, but unders, to me, have more value just from the start. You're going to most likely be contrarian. You're most likely going to get take advantage of an inflated line, getting a better number. And then to me, what I like is, you know, is line falling. Because, again, public over, if it falls, you know it's smart money dropping it. But really the key, we've talked about this a lot, guys, with these divisional unders that fall. That's really your moneymaker. And then layering stuff like pace. I'm doing a lot of research on pace. I'm getting close to cracking a couple codes when it comes to pace. And then uh, also referees. Again, not a huge thing, but, you know, ref data. Uh, I like to have that in my back pocket if possible. So, a couple games tonight, uh, eight-game slate. Let's fly through these guys. First one, uh, Rockets-Nets. Now, the crazy thing about this game, the total opened at 241. That's the highest total in a long, long time. Um, I was looking at the BetLabs database, and really you've only had, let's see, since 2005, you've had 25 games with a total of 240 or more. And the highest total game ever, it looks like it was 244. That was the Suns and the Warriors back in 2009. So it's been a while here. Um, so this is just a huge total. And, and the reason why is, you know, you look at points scored, points against. Houston's averaging 128, giving up 127. Their defense is awful. 
Brooklyn is giving is scoring 120, giving up 122. Also, that Houston Rockets team, they beat uh, Washington 159-158 their last time out. You know, you score over 300 points, just unreal. So this total open at 241. It's been bet up all the way to 243.5. Some books are at 244. Now, I'm taking a shot on the under because, number one, these high totals, 240 or more since 2005, the under is 15-10. and 10. So I have that in my back pocket. Also, I like the fact that you have a nice inflated line here. Again, open 241, public's on the over. They're saying it's got to be another 300-point game. It's gotten the line up to 243.5, 244. So the line has risen three points, two and a half points, just based on public betting. So I like that you have an inflated line, uh, undermatch here, just in terms of high totals. And I also think that after that 300-point game with Houston, you know, public bias is going to want to bet the over. Books, This is a perfect shaded opportunity to the over. So, again, it could be a 138-130 game and fly right over. But I see value here on the under, um, just in terms of a, uh, a really high total play, shaded line, um, some good buyback recency value there. I do like the Nets as well. I'm really intrigued by the Nets. This is really lopsided. This game opened at Rockets minus 3.5, and, and you have um, 3 out of 4 bets on the Rockets, and the line's gotten up to 4.5. So this would be an inflated line system. I'd try to get the Nets at 5. You can get Nets at 5. Um, seen some 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 uh, smart money there grabbing the nets plus the points at home and this is again our perfect inflated line system which is four and two this year and it's 56 percent historically so a little value on the nets keep it close and uh hey let's let's go under uh bucks magic we like the magic here guys um the magic uh this game opened with bucks minus five one of your most lopsided games a night eight out of ten bets on the bucks laying the points yet this line has fallen to four and a half it may even fall to four. So this line has really been moving to the Magic. It's kind of a classic reverse line move, sharp move. Everyone's on bucks, yet this line's fallen to Orlando. So I try to get Orlando at five if possible. Uh, five, four and a half. Really, that, that's your number one spot there. But really just a crazy contrarian, sharp spot here um, in terms of that, uh, in terms of taking the Magic plus the points. Also digging the under in this game. So this game opened at 216. It's down to 215, 214 and a half. This would fit uh, a couple slow pace systems that I have. Um, the um, the Magic playing at a slow pace. And also tired unders that fall. So uh, I created this system, tired unders that fall. It's 56% historically. It's 4-0 this year. But if you look at both teams playing, um, not one day off, but uh, they played two days ago. So not a back-to-back, but um, two days in between games. The under, when it falls, it's a conference game. Uh, and the cherry on top here is if the team made the postseason last year. So maybe they play a little little better defense, but that's 56% historically. So seeing some smart money there on the Orlando under. Uh, good pace um, totals that fall system. Cavs Pacers is looking at a under in this one as well, guys. This game, um, or sorry, sorry, my bad, my bad. I was looking at a, I think I was looking at the, at the over here, guys. Cavs Pacers, yeah, open at 210. It's up to 214, 214 and a half. Sharps really hit this over around 210, 210 and a half, 212, caused that to rise up. So that uh, keep an eye on that. Again, I get heartburn when I bet these overs because, again, playing in the book's hands. But I did see a big move on the over in the Cavs game, uh, and I think that was a smart money play. Also, too, a lot of average Joes are not betting these games till later. So these, these earlier moves, again, limits are low, Sharps are coming in, but um, that move to the over in the, in the Cavs-Pacers game was notable. Uh, Celtics under. 
This is our divisional unders with reverse line movement, tired unders that fall system, sharp under. Uh, game open at 213, it's down to 212. So this is matching a, a bunch of different systems here. Um, Sharps really try to get down on the under 213. That was really your, your top spot there. So uh, keep an eye on that. I'm kind of looking at the Knicks. We'll see what, what happens there. But you have but basically 7 out of 10 heavy bets on the Celts. They go from minus 10 to 10.5. If Knicks get to 11, 11.5, I may dabble with the Knicks, the inflated line. But as of now, um, I think I'm going to lay off at that point. Uh, Pistons, Bulls. Really like this under, guys. Um, open at 218.5. It's down to 215.5. Had tons of sharp money hit that Pistons Bulls under. It's a slow pace under. Um, this is a under that falls a big line move. Uh, this is actually the same one the other night that cashed with the 76ers and the Hawks. I think it was like 226 down to 222, and it's still it's still cashed. So big drop here, Bulls um, Pistons, but a real sharp play. And ideally, you're getting around now right now 215 and a half, 216 and a half if possible. Uh, Lakers Mavs. Really like the Mavs here, guys. I like the Mavs a lot. They're at home against the Lakers. This game opened Lakers minus two, a really uh, short line. It's fallen down to one and a half, even though you have two-thirds of bets here on the Lakers. And so, again, sharp classic reverse line move toward the Mavs. It's down to one and a half. I would hold out and try to get a two, two, two and a half. Um, you know, maybe at some point it becomes a money line play. But I like this play on Dallas. This is kind of a really sneaky sharp spot. I think they, they might even win the game. I mean, the spread's only two. But, again, heavy betting Lakers, why the line fall two to one and a half. Tells me a sharp Mavs play there. Another really sharp game is the Kings. They're at home against the Jazz. It's a late 10 o'clock game. But two-thirds of bets on the Jazz. The Kings have struggled this year. Um, they're 0-5 <laughs> straight up. They're 0-5 ATS. So I kind of like this shaded number in terms of, you know, public can't, can't wait to bet against Sacramento because they've been losing and haven't covered every time. But it's actually good to buy low on them because they're actually never more valuable because um, you're going to get, you know, an added added shaded number toward the Kings. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe the books say this game is, you know, a four-point game, but they open it up five and a half because they knew everyone hit the Jazz anyway because the Kings haven't covered. So two-thirds of bets on the Jazz, but the line fell five and a half down to five. Some books are actually at four and a half. So classic sharp reverse line move to the Kings. Ideally, if you get the Kings, I mean, like really five, five and a half was your best number for Sacramento. But that is a sharp spot on Sacramento to uh, finally get a win, hopefully, or at least a cover. And last game of the night, Spurs-Warriors. Um, too bad Steph Curry broke his uh, broke his hand yesterday, um, so he's going to be out a while. But this was a um, sharp spot to the under. You did see it fall 225, 225. Around 225 down to 222, 221 and a half. So you've seen a big drop there uh, for that Warriors under. And really, Sharps hit it around 224, 223. Under 223 was kind of your last play. And then I'm kind of seeing maybe a, a buyback spot on the Warriors. I mean, they look terrible. Seems like they got to get blown out here. But this is your most lopsided game of the night. Almost 85% of bets on the Spurs, especially the fact that they have no Steph Curry. But you did see San Antonio play last night, second game of a back-to-back. Um, the Warriors go from plus 5.5 to plus 7. If that goes to 7.5, the Warriors, that's an inflated line match. So keep an eye on that. Again, always remember, guys, you know, um, these are the games that have a great a great amount of value this afternoon, but you always want to look for late movement 
if any of those games that we mentioned, you see the line continue to move in the direction we mentioned, good sign it's a sharp play till the end. If you see it go the other way, then you get a little nervous. Um, so recap, guys, Nets inflated line. If you can get four and a half, five, that huge under, under 244 if possible with the next Nets game. Uh, Magic getting five, ideally, uh, under in the Magic game as well, under 215. Cavs Pacers, uh, if you want to sweat an over, that is a sharp over. Keep an eye on that one. Um, what else are you looking at? Mavs getting two. Wait for that. Kings getting five, five and a half if possible. Your Bulls under 215. Uh, sharp contrarian under that drops. And a little late night action Warriors under. Uh, and possibly a seven and a half with the Warriors by low opportunity. Uh, let's flip over to CFL. The one CFL game tonight, guys. CFL is Canadian Football League, if you didn't know. But uh, I tell you what, we, this is this is great. This is what really gets me excited. Uh, game that no one knows about, no one cares about. Did you know that this is week 21 of the CFL, the final week of the regular season? This is your week 17. Did you even know they played 21 weeks? So this is Montreal Alouettes. They're nine and eight against. They're at the Ottawa Red Blacks. They're three and 14. But man, talked about this in the newsletter, and we are gonna kill this closing line. Uh, open at Montreal Alouettes, nine and a half point road favorite. I wrote in the newsletter how they're down to nine. They're now down to seven and a half. Seven and a half, seven, eight. It's crazy. I love it. Uh, again, the thing I really like about the CFL is I wish we could talk about it more. It's just there's so much other more popular things to talk about. Uh, but still, money's money, and your books should all give you options to bet CFL. It's pretty widely available. You probably don't think you know you have it, but it is there. Uh, but the thing I like about CFL, kind of like WNBA, there's no average Joe's bet in CFL. All these line moves are caused by sharps with an edge. So CFL is for dogs. Dogs are 39 and 33 ATS this year. It's 54.2%. They're 579 and 494 since 05, 54%. Uh, you're up around 59 units betting each one. So you have uh, dog spot for Ottawa. You also have when you see a dog with a line move in their favor, at least a half point. So Ottawa going from 9.5 down to 9, now down to 7.5. Those dogs are 57.4% ATS since 05. So uh, sharp spot here on Ottawa Red Blacks, and boom. Did you ever think you'd listen to the VEASAN Market Insights podcast and hear a, hear a wise guy break down on Ottawa, Montreal? Nothing better. A um, little bit to the under. It fell 51 down to 50 and a half, just like, uh, just like dogs in CFL. Unders have value too, especially high total unders. Uh, under is 41 and 36 this year, 53.2%. It's 54.2% since uh, 05. When the total is high, 50 or more, the under is 56% since 05. So a uh, little dabble there, red blacks and the under. Uh, now let's finish up strong, guys. There's a couple games I want to hit on, and then we will uh, we'll wrap it up. And um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll meet up back on, uh, on Monday, but I'll see you this weekend on the Lombardi line. Just a couple of games in the NFL I want to hit on real quick because I think, you know, you got some good lines here that are going to move, so I just want to talk about them. And then um, – do a couple college games and we'll uh, then we'll wrap it up. But um, first game, it's an early game, so keep an eye out for this. Remember, your London games start uh, real early, 9:30 a.m. Eastern time. But Houston, Jacksonville, it's a sharp spot for Jacksonville. Heavy betting on Houston. Houston open minus two and a half. It's down to one and a half. Uh, Jacksonville would match as a divisional dog. Um, divisional dogs uh, killing it. They're 20 and 15 this se- this season. Good historically. Dogs are killing it in the NFL overall. Your updated dogs with. Um, that hit with the Cardinals. They're now uh, 70 and 50 ATS, 58%. You also have divisional dogs with the reverse line movement spot here on Jacksonville. So I like Jacksonville. 
Um, ideally, you know, they're one and a half. Um, see if you can get a two. I mean, that's really your spot. Two and a half will be even better. But Jacksonville getting the points really, really sharp. Um, we talked about Miami earlier, uh, but Miami sharp is attacked. Two thirds of bets on the Jets. Miami has fallen plus four and a half down to three and a half. So that's another divisional dog. Sharp RLM play with Miami. Um, this one is really interesting to me. Indianapolis Colts against Pittsburgh Steelers. It's open at Pittsburgh minus one and a half. It's flipped to Indy minus one or even minus one and a half. But now we've seen it come the other way back to a pick em. Um And the big thing here is everybody's on Indy. How can you not bet Indy here? But I think it's a good buy low spot for Pittsburgh. Uh, they're at home. They're super contrarian. You've seen a lot of smart money hit Pittsburgh when they're getting one point or you know, possible money line play there. So buy low on Pittsburgh. You have a, a home ref, Brad Allen, 56% home teams. So keep an eye on that match. That's a big one. Uh, another one was Detroit-Oakland. Uh, about even betting, a little contrarian to Oakland, but money to Oakland, and Oakland moved minus 2 to minus 2.5. So laying the points with Oakland there, uh, I think has some value. And uh, saw some sharps hit Oakland early. Um, so keep an eye on that one. Now, anyone know who Brandon Allen is? I don't, but he better play well. Uh, he's in for Joe Flacco with Denver. This game opened, um, originally it opened minus 1.5 Broncos. It is now minus 3.5, minus 4 Cleveland. This is your most lopsided game of the week. I like taking a shot here on Denver. I have no idea who Allen is. He could suck. You never know. But home dog, contrarian. Um, maybe he plays like his other his, his brother from another mother, Kyle Allen. Uh, the guy on um, the guy in Carolina, that would be nice. Um, but I'm taking a shot on Denver plus the points, super contrarian, dog low total game, and kind of just a buyback spot. Uh, maybe he's not as bad as he thinks. But if you can get Denver plus three and a half the hook at home, that's a that's a sharp spot there. It's pretty widely available, I think, depending on where you're betting. Um, another game I was looking at was LA Chargers. They're going to be another super contrarian play. They're home to the Packers. Open out around. Packers minus three and a half, minus three. It's pretty much stayed the same. I get may get get back down to three, but that's a that's a really contrarian spot there at home. Um, kind of looking at a just a, a really really big dog spot in a 425 game. It's going to be heavily bet. I've seen a lot of sharp money hit the Chargers, especially when it was at four. A uh, couple other ones, the Patriots. Man, this is uh, this is crazy. Patriots first true test of the year, and sharps love Baltimore. I think they love them so much, it's almost going to create an opportunity to buy low on the Patriots. But Patriots open minus four, road dog. This, or Sorry, minus four, road favorite. It's your Sunday night game, most heavily bet game. New England really hasn't played anyone. This is their first big you know, true opponent. So what fell four down to three. Sharp's been crushing Ravens at plus four, plus three and a half, plus three. Uh, 70% of bets on the Patriots, yet the line fell. That's a classic RLM sharp spot on Baltimore. Now, if it gets to two and a half, I think you're going to see buyback on the Patriots. Obviously, the Pats, you know, cover every single week. Um, Belichick, Brady, they're six and two ATS this year. They're 62% ATS since 03. So it's a uh, it's a big public play, in New England. It's a big, you know, pros Joe's game. Baltimore is sharp, but Baltimore is sharp at four, you know, three and a half, a little lesser extent three. But if that goes to two and a half, I think you're actually going to have a buy law opportunity on the Patriots. You never get a deflated line like that. Uh, and then Monday Night Football, Dallas, New York Giants. Really like the Giants here, getting 7.5. Open 7.5. You have about 7 out of 10 bets on Dallas, yet the line has fallen 7.5 down to 7. The Giants are also a divisional dog, um, which we love betting those 
Um, NFC East divisional dogs in any division. Built-in familiarity levels the playing field. I've seen Sharps just crush the Giants getting the hook. Giants, you're betting the Giants here, you need the hook. Seven and a half. Could be a seven-point game. Obviously, you get seven, and it's a seven-point game you push, but you want to cash that play. Shop for the best line. Seven uh, is out there, but there are seven and a halfs at some books. So, seven and a half. Monday night, super contrarian. Best night to go bet against the public. Uh, divisional dog getting the hook. Give me some G-men. Come on, G-men, baby. Um, and then um, college. I know we'll talk about this a lot more, but um, just a few games to keep an eye on, and we'll get deeper in this on the Lombardi line. Just a little tease. But we'll talk about uh, Georgia-Florida, ultimate pros versus Joes, neutral site, although it isn't um, Jaguar Stadium, benefits Florida. But most he- most heavily bet game of the weekend so far, um, 3.30 game, open at Georgia, minus 3.5. It's gotten all the way up to 6.5. Saw a little buyback Florida at 6.5, down to 6 now. Some books 5.5. This is a sharp play for Georgia. Everybody's on Florida, yet line moved to Georgia. So laying the points with Georgia, sharp play there. SMU Memphis, saw this line move Memphis, minus three to minus five and a half, even minus six, um, even though it's really not that heavily lopsided. And you did see uh, injury there to Reggie Roberson, star receiver that uh, is on Memphis, or sorry, on SMU, so that could be a big injury situation there. A um, couple other games, Kansas State, Kansas. This one caught my eye, the under here. This is the your battle for Kansas. Um, actually, Kansas is kind of sharp too, public on K-State, but K-State fell six and a half down to five and a half. So Kansas at home plus the points, not a bad play at all. Sharps like that. But really like the under. Open at 57.5. It's down to 54.5. It's a big, windy under spot, conference under spot. Um, 10 mile an hour winds, and it's uh, Sharps hitting that under as well. So keep an eye on that. Uh, and then a couple other games just kind of caught my eye. Uh, Miami, Florida. They've gone from plus 4.5 down to 3. They're at Florida State, so Sharps on Miami, Florida. UCLA is really sharp. They went from minus 4.5 to minus 6.5, even though bets are even against Colorado. So uh, wise guy they got wise guy play there on the Bruins. A um, couple more, Fresno State. Fresno State went from plus 3 to plus 2, plus 2.5. Two They're at Hawaii late game, so Sharps are digging Fresno. Uh, a couple more. I was looking at some really, really small games. So a couple that caught my eye. Um, Buffalo Eastern Michigan. Buffalo went from plus 1.5 to minus 1. Low bet game, only Sharps moving that number. And then also Old Dominion, FIU, super low bet game. But if you want to sweat a team in a blowout, FIU went from minus 15 to minus 17.5. And, and again, no no, no squares are betting that game. That's a sharp move, uh, strictly a sharp move. Then another one I was looking at was Troy. Troy flipped from about plus one or pick them to minus one. And that's one of your lowest bet games on the board. And Sharps have been hitting Troy um, at around a pick them in that game. So, tons more games that we'll hit on, but just a couple to, to get you excited. Um, big, big night, guys. Uh, big college, uh, big college, big NBA night with hoops, and uh, get ready for a big weekend. And remember, my only advice, you know, I'm here to help and hopefully, um, you know, teach you guys a few things, and, you know, just I've learned a lot in the industry, so these little tips and, and uh, you know, little strategies, things I can, I can brush off and hopefully help you guys win a bet. Because uh, I think one thing that's important, especially on weekends, in especially on the podcast, I've had a lot of people ask that they say, you know, you talk about a lot of games, you know, uh, you know, should I bet every single one of them? I don't think so, guys. I think you know the point of the podcast is to be informational, to be educational. You know, the podcast to me, um, you know, they're not really picks. It's it's more of you know letting you guys know where the sharp action is coming, and you know, basically learning how to fish. 
you know, not that I'm telling you Sharps are hitting Georgia. It's that, you know, if this podcast ended today, which I hope it doesn't, hope it goes on forever, but you'd be able to identify Georgia as Sharp on your own because you've listened to the podcast, you know, maybe read my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, and you can identify these situations on your own. Then also, you know, I, I am a little, you know, to be a, a really successful sports better, you know, you got to have discipline. I think discipline is probably the biggest thing that separates casual betters from sharp betters. You got to be able to know when to lay off. You got to know that, okay, I'm only getting down because I have this edge. What kind of edge do you have? If you have an edge, that means you have an advantage over the house. Okay, what's your advantage? You get down. Um, so just keep that in mind. You don't have to bet every game. I don't expect everyone to. Ideally, you've hit a couple of these already. That's always a good sign to kind of test yourself. If, um, oh, you're talking about Georgia? Oh, I noticed that. You know, it moved, you know, um, sharp play, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, two ranked teams take the favorite, that, that kind of thing. So, again, I don't expect to bet every single game. Um, I think you should pick and choose. I think you should um, be disciplined. If you're ever unsure, lay off. Uh, I know it's not the sexy answer, but the key in sports betting is to really maximize your edge and be disciplined. And it's easier said than done. I love the action. I need the action. I, there's nothing better to me than sweating a game I got action on. Uh, but remember, especially in a big weekend ahead where, you know, you got 50 college games tomorrow. You got, what, I don't know, 14 games on Sunday in the NFL. Got a lot of NBA. Just remember, limit your plays. Only get down on the games you, that you have the best edge on. Uh, and it's a long season. So if you ever miss a game or, you know, lay off and maybe it wins and you say, I should have taken it, don't worry. There's always going to be another game. Uh, the key is to get the key is to be sharp, and I think you're going to save yourself more losses over the long run than you're going to lose out on wins when you're disciplined. That's just you know, my, kind of my personal opinion. Uh, but there you have it, guys. To wrap it up, another uh, another week of the podcast and the books. Can you believe that was episode 25? I'm loving it, guys. We're getting better every day. Um, and as always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. It really, really means a lot to me. I hope uh, hope, hope everyone feels like they're getting sharper because I know I am being uh, lucky enough to host this. But have a great weekend. Remember to join us on the Lombardi line tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern time to 12 for college. Sunday, same time for NFL. Follow us on Twitter at VEASAN Live. I'm at Josh underscore insights. And uh, you can shoot me an email, josh at VEASAN.com. And if you are ever interested in getting more information about betting, if you're brand new, if you got a friend you want to help out and um, you know kind of get their feet wet the right way, recommend my book, buy my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon. It's also at Barnes & Noble. And it'll go over everything that we always talk about. And it's kind of a Bible. You know, keep that handy. Mark it up. I've seen some of you guys send me uh, screenshots of highlighting stuff and writing in the margins, and that's just awesome. So I hope it helps. And, um, hey, it would make my day if you wanted to buy it. Uh, But that's it, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back at it on Monday. I'll see you on the Lombardi line tomorrow. Uh, Take care. Cash tickets. Have a great weekend. uh, And I'll see you at the window. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.